Blog Talk Radio. Love, love. 
Good evening and welcome to Wisdom Walk Talk here on Black Hole Radio and my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. I am your host and guide, Jojapa Maria and Saroma. And as always, I'm going to start off with first honoring the ancestors. Yeah, really important. And this is Father's Day. And so I do want to give a Father's Day welcome to all of the fathers out there and for all of what it is that it's required to be a father. And I got this quote from Barack Obama that says, any fool can have a child. That doesn't make you a father. It's a courage to raise a child that makes you a father. And so happy, happy Father's Day to all the fathers. I didn't grow up with my father, but I had a grandfather. And I was also able to connect with my father before he died and receive a great, great treasure from him that I'll be forever grateful for. So fathers are important. So those of you who are willing and able uh, to take on that huge task, um, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. The children need you. We all need you. Ashe, Ashe. So let's go to our fathers who are ancestors as well as grandfathers as well as those who were like fathers to us. They weren't blood-related, but they were definitely men in the neighborhood, in the school, a teacher that you could depend on. And we're going to give um, pause right now to honor all the fathers. And, of course, I always mention the names of my two teachers, Maladom and Sobonfu Somme for their incredible courage and dedication to bringing the dagger of spirit medicine to Western culture. Creator, Mother, Father, God, Source, all the one, all that is, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you for your blessing and your mercy in our lives and for yet another opportunity to call on your great emissaries, the ancestors. May the ancestors hear our prayers. Ancestors, 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 we call out to you during this last month of the second quarter of 2023 and ask you to guide us gently through the required adversity as healing and growth opportunities during this nature year. Enable us to express our grief unapologetically and to receive all of the compassion, support, and encouragement that we need to keep moving forward. Continue to enable us to fully welcome and embrace this new age and new earth consciousness and guide us lovingly, happily, and more deeply into our very personal renaissances. As we dare to live out our new narratives, enable us to remember that these are divinely scripted for ourselves and for our world. And most importantly, please, 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 Continue to enable us to move forth from these dark ages of humanity by placing our heads below our hearts, valuing people over profits, and always, always choosing love 
over fear. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we say amen. And so it is. Yes, yes, yes. So thank you, those of you who joined in to honor the ancestors and take a time, a moment to pause and connect. Yeah. So let's continue with my annual theme has been adversity as the engine of success. And I started off this year having received some guidance about collective commitments that we can make together to strengthen our ability to break away from these dark ages of modernity and of humanity. So after you've taken credit for staying the course, broken away from what no longer works, opened yourself up to receive the blessings and begun to bring balance to your experience of life, it is time to, yes, be the change and become an evolved human. And so tonight I am going to continue talking about this, talking about the evolved human and giving you some more information that will help you, guide you, settle you into that journey because it truly is a journey. This is a lifelong journey, yeah, and one well worth taking. Yeah. But before I begin, I do want to remind those who are listening to me right now over the radio that if you have any problem with your internet connection, you can listen to me over the phone at this number, which is 563-999-3089. And that will get you to the platform that I use. Also, um, if you have any questions or comments you want from me, if you're not live streaming right now, um, you can do that on my Facebook page, which is Wisdom Walk Radio, my Facebook community, which you're welcome to join, which is um, Wisdom Walk Community. Also, my website, www.wisdomwalktheselfmastery.com. And, of course, if you're watching the video in the YouTube comment section below. But now I invite you to sit or lay back and join me for an exploration of the inner landscape where you can connect to your soul and remember, or for some of us, discover the true treasure of being human. Yes, yes, yes. So here's my overview for you for this, this evening, for this edition. I'm going to discuss the evolved human definition again. And then I'm going to talk about three major growth requirements for being the change, for being an evolved human. And then I'm going to mention that personal growth opportunity 40-day commitment again. My quote for tonight comes from Mr. John Kehoe from his book, Quantum Warrior, The Future of the Mind. And John said, the term awakened means shifting our normal consciousness into something far greater. We have not yet discovered that we are remarkable beings of consciousness and energy seated 
with cosmic possibilities awaiting our discovery of them. Yes. I just love, love, love that. So wonderful. (laughs) So, again, I have been talking about this evolved human probably since I started my radio broadcast, but I found this picture that I really love. It's a great image that says, yes, this is us being up in what I call the higher timeline. It's a term being used more now. And it's in this higher timeline where we get to engage not with our ego, but with what I call the echo. And the echo is engaging cosmic opportunities, meaning things that are beyond, above and beyond our human knowing, um, but definitely things that are connected to our soul, to our soul's knowing. You know, it's been a while since science has proved that we are vibrational beings. But it's also been thousands of years that ancient peoples and indigenous peoples understood that this is what we are. We are vibrational beings and that we really are here on this planet to evolve, to grow into something more, something beyond the lower timeline, which is where we get to just interact with things that are material. So when we move into this higher timeline, we're moving into a place that is going to take us beyond just the five senses, that we get access to our soul, we get access to a greater knowing. Yeah, yeah, really cool. So last time I talked about the the evolved human by using movies, I used the Harry Potter films, that talk about the acceptance of the core wounds. I talked about um, the Lord of the Rings trilogy and this whole notion of having a higher purpose and serving the community in a way that you couldn't believe, that you get stretched and grown, you're taken on a journey. And then I used Black Panther and the lead character of T'Challa as talking about part of an important part of being evolved human is that learning and accepting a family wound history and, and consciously taking on being a cycle breaker. Yeah. And then I give you three essential daily practices that you could use to be the change. One is about being a master learner. Yeah. And then to be deeply discerning, and this is what I say setting and holding boundaries is really about, really knowing what is right for you and what is not right for you. And then the being nonjudgmental of yourself and of others and how important that is, how important that is for us if we are truly going to be the change, not just talk it, but actually be it, yeah. Because when you think about it, for most of the people in the world, uh, including the ethnic group and cultural group I identify with, um, you know, so much of what's been done to us is being the single story, being judged, being treated like we're disposable. So why would we want to do that to anybody else? Exactly. But if you don't do your work, you'll automatically end up doing that. That's what happens. 
Yeah. Because we're human. So we have to do that work to not fall into that. So I'm going to give you just a quick, um, clear definition of an involved human. It is someone who has reverence for life and humanity, loves self and is connected to higher purpose, able to be accepting and considerate of others and welcomes diversity as a natural and essential part of the human experience. Yeah. And so that's something that kind of takes in, you know, what I was talking about with those movies. That's why I chose those movies, because I think they really do a good job of all of this, this understanding of what being evolved human is. But the next big question comes from what is it that blocks us? What is it that will block us from doing these daily practices, you know? And there are some deeply embedded paradigms, conditionings that we have as humans that in order to become the evolved human, to actually live and be the change, we've got to transcend these. We've got to really grow out of these because, again, it's evolution, it's growth. And so I'm going to share with you three major growth requirements. And I'm doing this specifically for people with Western culture conditioning, okay? Um, Because if you are still in an indigenous culture, an indigenous world, and you haven't been fully converted to putting profit over people, um, you know this stuff. You, You understand this is a part of a daily practice. So again, this is for people that, you know, been exposed to consumerism. Um, I am not my brother's keeper. Uh, there can't be a God because they haven't shown themselves. So why should I believe in it? You know, that kind of thing. So here we go. Here is the first one. This stuff is deep, folks. This is not easy stuff. This is like wisdom walking 5.9. Yeah, this is big stuff. This is stuff when you're really, really ready to start living your life on purpose and from a place of a higher consciousness. So the first major growth requirement is letting go of codependency. Yeah. And, you know, codependency is an illusion of security and safety. And codependency is what, yeah, it's where I give my power away. I give my power over to somebody or something in order to do what? Yeah, to feel secure, to feel safe. Like what traditionally had been the way that women were to be in relationship with men. You left your parents' home and you went into your husband's home and you stayed, you know, in that second-class position, right? There was no parity in that there was no equality and a lot of times there was no inclusion. And so to get to being that evolved human, we have to grow into independency for interdependency. And what do I mean by that? I mean that independency is where I'm able and willing to take responsibility for who and what I am. I'm not going to make that be somebody else's job. Now, I will have learned from the people I grew up with, my family of origin, um, people I met in my neighborhood, at school, all of that. 
But at some point I say, you know, I'm the one who's going to suffer the consequences of not doing what is truly aligned with me. So it's time for me to start taking responsibility. And once you are walking from your independence, from what I also call your liberation, um, from imitating or believing you have to walk somebody else's path, then you're ready to be in relationship where you actually bring something to it and somebody else brings something to you so that it is not about this person's going to make me, they're my other half, blah, 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 you know, no. This is about I'm able to come together and be supported in the truth of who I am and I can do that for someone else. Again, folks, like I said, this is high-level stuff. This is not little stuff because codependency is what you definitely are going to first experience as you come into the world, especially as you're growing up as a teenager. Um, But it is something you can grow out of, and that's what we have to know. Yeah. Hey, there's Amina. Hey, Amina. She's here for the wisdom walk. She's ready for the next evolutionary growth spurt. Yeah, girl, this is it. This is it. Yeah. And, you know, it's like I'm saying this is wisdom walk 5.9 because if you're not developmentally yet through learning how codependency doesn't work, you're not going to be able to step into this yet. But at least you're hearing about it. It's something to aspire to. You know, when I first heard about interdependency, I'm like, oh, what's that? You know, I didn't know it. I was still being very codependent in relationship. Um, But it gave me something to begin to think about and aspire to. So I hope that I'm doing that for those of you that um, haven't yet gotten through all of the learning about how codependency never, never brings a happy day. Yeah, it's just an illusion. So here's the next one. The next major growth requirement is letting go of believing you have to do it all on your own. Ooh, yeah. This is dependence upon a lower timeline source. This is the false God. And what do I mean by that? This is about, you know, it's my job that's taking care of me and making sure I don't go hungry. It's my bank. Um, It's this person that I'm living with, you know. Um, again, anything that is material or anything that you can touch um, or interact with in a physical way um, that you make your God, yeah, yeah. That is you believing that you have to do it on your own. The so growth here is about connecting with the true source of your existence, the true source of your existence. Now, There's many pathways to that. There's many pathways to that. I know what I believe. I know why I believe it. But when I work with some people, I ask them, I said, have you ever had your God talk to you? Have you ever listened to God, like really, really had the experience of listening to God? And if somebody says no, then again, developmentally, you're not yet there for this. Because this is about knowing what a God is really is. It really is a greater order and direction. It is letting go of thinking that you are managing all of this. (laughs) And, you know, 
we get a good experience of this, like when you think things are going to turn out a certain way, like I was back in December, where I thought, oh, I've figured it out, how I could stay in the place I had been living for five years. And uh, there was an apartment opportunity, and I just knew, oh, this is it. Well, it wasn't it. It wasn't it. And I had a big smackdown, like a huge smackdown, that, of course, had purpose in it. I learned something really important. I healed something really important in that. But at the end of the day, again, it was I had to open up and surrender to a greater order and direction, to my God's will about where it is I was supposed to be moving to. I couldn't have made it up. I couldn't have figured it out. But it all came together, and I feel so good and so happy in the place that I'm in right now. Yeah. So that's just one example of what I'm talking about when I say that we have to realize that we're not doing this on our own. We can't do it on our own. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hard because, again, back to like codependency, you know, it's something that we first move into believing, you know, if I don't take this test, nobody else will. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it's all good. (laughs) And so here's the third major growth opportunity and requirement. It's a real requirement if you're going to become an evolved human. So letting go of being a victim to life and circumstances. Yeah, this is a big one. This is a big one, folks. It's an illusion of how the universe works. And the growth here is into believing that the world is out to gift you, not get you, and that your core wound is designed to liberate you from ancestral wounds and false conditioning. It's a lot in this statement. There's a lot in this statement, folks, that I'm saying. Yeah, this is not a little thing. Let me get a little bigger here. Um, it really, I want to really let you know that our brains get wired, especially for people who are living from an oppressed and repressed experience. Your brain gets wired into believing that you are a victim. It becomes like an addiction. It's things never work out for me. Everybody's against me. I can't. I won't. It couldn't. It shouldn't. It's all of that. And it's not something that you get out of by reading books and being intellectual. It really is. You have to open up, set an intention, and go on a journey. Yeah. Believing the world is out to gift you is very scary. It's very scary. And it's not rational. It makes no sense. Like, Joe this bad thing happened to me. How can I be happy about that? Um, but what happens when you're ready to grow into this requirement, you begin to understand that you don't have to perceive something or even experience it as if it's the end of the world, that you really do have a choice with how you are able to believe that the world is out to gift you versus get you. And, you know, all three of these major growth requirements that I've talked about, they really do take time. They take a lot of time. They take a lot of energy. You have to build up muscle. I don't consider myself an expert in any of this, but I can tell you that I've been working these muscles (laughs) around this growth requirement for a long time, like over 20 years I've been doing this consciously. consciously. Hopefully I was doing it when I was unconscious, but definitely consciously I've been working the muscle. 
And so I'm here just to tell you to bear witness to the fact that we can grow into becoming more evolved, more conscious, more open and willing to accept that we're not in charge of the universe, (laughs) that the universe isn't out to get us, that there is purpose in everything. And, you know, there was a time when I lived in a really mm, chronic depression, yeah, which means that I could get up every day and I could go out and go to work and do stuff, but at the end of the day, things weren't in balance. It wasn't right. So it wasn't to the degree um, until something snapped and I had to really look at it, but I could function. But I really was stifled. I wasn't liberated. I really, really didn't have access to some parts of my brain that I have access to now. So, again, we go on this journey of growth, and it really just starts with wanting to really get access to more of the truth of who you are and to have life be in flow, you know. Like I can say that now in a way I couldn't before, that my life really is in flow. And, yes, I have my moments where I kind of get activated back into thinking, I got to be in control of this. I'm the only one who can do, you know, control drama comes up. Codependency will come up for me, absolutely. But the difference is now that I feel it. I feel when I'm out of balance. I feel when I'm out of alignment. And it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. And so I'm more able to identify and shift so that I could get back into the flow. Yeah. So, again, I want to share with you, as I said, the personal, excuse me, growth opportunities of this 40-day practice. And it's about choosing one, one of those commitments um, that I shared before. And let me jump back here so I can share them with you again. Um, The first one would be being a master learner, taking that on consciously, being deeply discerning, you know, what supports versus sabotages you, and then being nonjudgmental of yourself and others. And the idea here is that over a 40-day period, you'll take on one of those, and every day you'll just put your attention on it and be willing to learn when you're falling into that and also how you take yourself out of it. So, for example, if it's judgment, being judgmental, you will just be wired to now really hear yourself, see yourself when you're going there, and then you'll be able to say, oh, let me stop that. Let me stop that. Let me pull that back. Now, I had mentioned in the previous video on broadcast that I would be doing this in July because July is going to be my off time. Every year it is. And so what I'm willing to do is to hold some Zooms on a weekly basis because I won't be broadcasting. Um, I'll hold some Zooms on a weekly basis where we can check in and see how's it going, how's it doing, yeah. So if you're interested in that, please send me an email to this email address, very simple, wisdomwalking at gmail.com. And you can enroll from there. Then I can send you the link to the Zoom and we'll set it up and do that. There's no cost to this. 
Um, you know, if you want to be a patron or you want to, you know, share the love, I will give you opportunity for that. But essentially, this is about really, you know, we're at a time where we've got to show the universe that we're serious. We're serious about getting on the evolution train. <laughs> we're serious about going to this next level of the truth of who we are. So again, the email address is wisdomwalking at gmail.com and sign up. Just let me know you want to sign up and I'll put you on the roster and give you the startup times of when you can come and share and listen and get support for doing this 40-day work. Yeah, way cool. So here's my Sarah saying for this month. Ms. Sarah said, peace is a state of consciousness that is as God is. It is whole. It has no boundary between you and me, us and them. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Mama Sarah, for that beautiful, beautiful message. Yeah. So I have come to the end of my broadcast and lecturing for you tonight. And just my closeout, as always, is to first thank my wonderful engineer, Miss Yvette Parker, and the entire Black Hole Radio Be Well family for giving me platform in this way so that I can be here and share my wisdom, my gifts, talents, and genius with you in this way. I also want to shout out to all my regular listeners out there, to my medicine brothers and sisters around the world, to those of you who have Wisdom Walk with me, are Wisdom Walking with me right now, are going to be Wisdom Walking with me right in the future, um, to my family, spiritual kin on both coasts, um, and in the middle of the country, I am leaving you all out. You know I love you. You know I love you. To my transformational leadership colleagues and to all of you who may be listening or watching for the first time, thank you. Big thank you. I couldn't do this without you existing in the world. Yeah, that's how it works. Um, I will be taking my six-month break in July and I'll return to live broadcasting and streaming on Sunday, August the 6th. And during July, I'll be rebroadcasting and replaying what I call the best of my offerings for 2023 so far. Of course, I will still be doing my Elemental Wisdom for the month. I'll do a live stream of that. I'll also do the astrology, probably just one astrology um, I'll do, unless, because I haven't peaked yet, unless there's something really big happening, you know, with those moons, and if there's an eclipse or something, then I'll do, I'll do a little more. Um, and thank you, those of you who are uh, tuning in to those and live streaming. I really, really appreciate you. Now, I got one commercial for you with my dear colleagues at We Merge Media. And I very soon hope to be opening up my online spiritual community there, the Ensoroma Home. But Michael DeMond, who is the CEO of this wonderful, wonderful social network platform supporting liberation lifestyle, especially for entrepreneurs, he's going to be doing this boot camp called Email Evolution Boot Camp 
For those of you like me who use constant contact, it'll be a good way to learn more about what you can do with that um, because Michael has taken the time <laughs> to, to research and try things out. And so for only $49, you would get five days, two hours a clip, to be coached by him and to learn more about that. And if you're interested in signing up, go to contentcoach at wemergemedia.com. And Imani Ray, Ms. Carmen Ray's wonderful daughter, is the contact there. Uh, and I will be doing it. So for those of you who can, it would be fun to see you there. And last but not least, I want to thank my God, my ancestors, my spirit guides, loving entities, everything that walks with me, keeps my head to the sky and my feet to the ground and my heart open to do this important work with and for all of you. Yes, 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 yes. So please have a healthy and safe nature work nature week we're in right now. And it's all about welcoming change. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Yes, no, it is nature week. Next week is earth week. Yeah. It's all about welcoming change because we've had so many downloads and so many shifts in June alone. Yeah. So this week you should be getting some of the results of that. As always, Continue to wear your mask, wash your hands, take safe, safe risk, not just mindless risk in terms of moving around and going about. Uh, microorganisms don't go away. COVID is still walking. Like I told you, it's got some cousins. It's got some grandchildren, I think. So take care of yourself. Embrace the sign safety. Ignore <laughs> the perceived safety. And most importantly, Please, please, please know that you are not disposable because you are divine. Good night now. Yeah, I'm getting some. Got it. Can do it tomorrow. Gosh, you got five o'clock for me, don't you? Get a girl and work on it and make sure.